I'm Chris. And I'm Dumb. And we got next. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the I Got Next podcast. Uh, this week, we're going to talk about esports. Yes, that's a thing. And, I'm a, and we're actually going to explain to you guys why, or in our opinions, why it should be or should not be on ESPN. In my personal opinion, I think it deserves to be there. Uh, what's your opinion on that? Um, ESPN 2. Not ESPN the main. Okay. Uh, I mean, there is like a thousand ESPNs. Yeah. Um, but... For those of you who don't know, video games have become competitive in about the last six years. They've gone from playful, this is going to be a good way to kill time, to I'm the best and I'm about to go prove to you that I'm the best. And I'm going to go make money proving I'm the best. Um, yeah, and it's no longer how we perceive you know, competitive gaming. You know, a bunch of sweaty nerds. Meeting up in someone's basement playing Mario Kart. This is like, you know, millions of dollars on the line with professional teams that are sponsored, that train for this. So I can see why people would say it needs to be, like, you know, considered in the same breath as, like, football, baseball, basketball. And, I mean, that's what people perceive when they say it should be on ESPN. But to me, I personally believe that it's not the same. And you can use numbers. You can use the amount of money they win. But in the end... It's just not the same. And we all, at least as far as I can tell, a lot of people see that. It's not the same as like dunking a basketball or throwing a football 50 yards or things of that nature. I will agree with you. It's not the same on that level. Um, but ESPN plays the World Series of Poker. See, I don't agree with that either. I don't agree with World uh, Series of Poker, pool, um, they, they do table tennis. Yep. Like, all those should be on ESPN, too. Like, those alternative sports. But ESPN, like, the main should be football, baseball, basketball, soccer, uh, PGA, like, golf, tennis, those sports. UFC, boxing. Yeah, those main sports. Um, the only reason that I think that competitive gaming needs to be on... ESPN instead of ESPN2 is the draw. The amount of views that that network is going to get. Whichever year it was the Spurs versus the Miami Heat. I'm not 100% sure. I think that was 11. Yeah, it was 11. And they went to game 7. That game was shown on ABC. Which, if you have basic cable and you got five channels, you have ABC. So even just scrolling, you're going to come across that. Uh, I think it had roughly like 28 million people tune in to watch. The same year, League of Legends, which is a massive multiplayer online game, also with some role-playing game elements... Uh, was streamed on Twitch. Now, I'd say the mass of the population doesn't really know what Twitch is. Uh, I don't know, because I feel like Twitch is more accessible worldwide than ABC is. I would agree with that. ABC's not inside of China. I would agree with that. I, I, I doubt it's inside of Europe, too. But the only thing, but I'm just saying like American numbers. Because you can, when you when people view on Twitch, you can see where they're viewing from. So you can, like, separate out the numbers. But I would still say, I mean, America's pretty tech savvy. But I would still say there's a lot of people that don't know what Twitch is or how to use Twitch or anything like that. They had 33 million people watching the championships for League of Legends. To me, I'd much rather watch the NBA game. But also, I don't understand League of Legends. So, does me no good to watch. But looking at that, knowing that 33 million people are going to tune in for that, I'm sure McDonald's would sponsor. 
I'm sure that Pepsi would throw commercials up, car companies. Like, you would get the big-time sponsorships into this other realm where right now it's... And I hate to say it because it's going to be like everything you think of for a stereotypical gamer. Like, Red Bull owns a team. Mountain Dew owns a team. Doritos owns a team. Uh, I think Taco Bell owns a team. Like, it's not... And not that those are bad companies. Don't get me wrong. But it's not the same. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, certain sponsors I couldn't see. Like, when you think of football, you see, like, the Ford and Chevy's commercials, like, truck commercials. It's marketed towards, like, the male demographic. With, like, games, I feel like they have the right amount of sponsors. Like, Mountain Dew, Alienware, and stuff like that. Like, it's stuff that yeah, you use for games. Like, yeah, I didn't I, want to I just, mention I just, just my... the, like, oh, we make gaming computers, so we also sponsor yeah. it. Like, obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm going to assume they have a team. See, but I can see, like, you, like, it resonates more with me as a gamer. Like, oh, okay, they're, you know, showing a, this team sponsored by Doritos. Because I'll probably eat Doritos, too, when I'm playing the game. But for them to, like, be sponsored by, um, like, Maximus or Papa John's, it seems kind of weird. It's like, okay, I have to order pizza while I'm playing. I don't really do that. Or, like, Maximus Gym. So, I'm sponsored by a gym, but I'm inside the house playing the game. You see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. But, uh, I just think that also, if it was able to get on to an ESPN, even an ESPN 2, it'll be taken seriously. Right now, everybody looks at professional gaming and kind of chuckles and laughs at it because it's like, oh, you're just playing a video game. How hard can that be? It's actually ridiculously hard when you get into those top tiers. Uh, I got knocked out of the top tier of Madden last year, and with this new Madden, I'm... I enjoy the new Madden, but I'm struggling to get back to where I was. But uh, I've also just been working more and haven't been able to put in the same amount of time. But, like, playing against the top 100, that is almost, in my opinion, like coaching a team. It is so close. You have to call the right plays in the right scenarios. You also have to be the quarterback or the running back, depending on the play. Like, there's extra things that go into it. You got to know all the ins and outs of almost everything in the game to really be that top tier player. And I just think that people just look at it like, ooh, wow, you can press buttons fast. Like, no, it's knowing when and at what time to do everything. And I mean, the same caveats go with, like, regular, I don't, don't want to say regular sports, but, like, the mainstream sports we think of, like, football. You think, oh, you can throw a football far. Good for you. It's still, like, oh, it's still a child's game. But, I mean, to me, esports, they can be taken seriously, but I just don't believe they're in the same, like, realm as, like, the other sports. Because as well as being skilled, which you have to be skilled within, like, playing League of Legends or Dota, Smite. Uh, Call of Duty, you have to be skilled to play them. No lie. But the physical aspect of two, the mental wear and tear of the game, isn't the same as like physical and mental, and you have to be skillful. Like, I think about a player like LeBron James, who, you know, plays, what, 40 minutes a game? Uh, roughly? Yeah. He <laughs> so, averages that. Yeah, so he's running up and down the court, he's playing defense, and playing offense, facilitating. He does have breaks, but at the same time, when you think of, like, you know, Call of Duty players, you could say, oh, Scumpy's the LeBron James of Call of Duty. I'm not saying that. No, we're not saying that. You're just, like, comparatively speaking, oh, this guy That's just the first name that probably came to his head. We're not saying it's Scumpy. (laughs) No offense, Scumpy. You're like Kobe. I feel feel like you might be. He's up there. You're up there, but you're coming down. All right? A lot of of good Call of Duty players are coming out of the woodworks. Yeah. Especially with the new Black Ops coming out. Maybe Scumpy can make a return on that, but since Black Ops, he's he's been like Kobe and just kinda yeah. kinda causing some teams some problems that yeah. he's on. 
But yeah, when you're like, you know, playing a game, I don't feel that same physical wear and tear. Maybe my fingers a little bit, but it's nothing I can't get over. It's nothing that I can't like rehab or like, you know, within a game, an actual game of basketball, which I played for a really long time throughout high school. I played at a collegiate level. So it's like, you know, when you're running up and down the court, you have to maintain that mental fortitude as well as, you know, over like you being tired, over the fact that, you know, you don't know what other people are going to do. With like 2K, I can control what other people got, other guys are doing. I can control when they cut, when they move, when I pass it to them. A lot of things I can manipulate. Whereas with actual basketball, it's just me and my performance and my physical health. So it's like, I feel like it's different. It's a difference, but at the same time, I respect the argument esports makes. Yeah. That's why I'm saying that I feel like this should be actual channel for gaming sports. Like, I, I'd be okay with that. If like, G4 came back and it was just gaming. Or if ESPN even had, like, if they bought the rights to G4 and it was like ESPN. E. E, yeah. Like, electronic is just, like, just esports. That's, like, okay with me. Like, I'm fine with that. But when people are like, oh, it's, you know, no different than playing football, there's a huge difference. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, there, there is. There is a huge difference. Um, I didn't play organized sports very long. Um, I don't like organized sports. For me personally, I would much rather just go do pickup games. And still have that little bit of fun with it, you know. I, I still, if I'm playing, I'm gonna win, and I want to win. But I don't really want to go to practice. That's just not really who I am. But I feel like when people do try to make that comparison of, oh man, is it's in the same category as playing football. No, it's not, man. <laughs> Trust me. Like, just, yeah. be, just even in backyard games, not even playing against the top talent of the state or the country. <clears throat> uh, let somebody drop that shoulder when you're not ready for it. In Madden, all right, cool. All right, got stopped on a play a little bit quicker than I expected. In real life, you have to now adapt to this pain that is shooting through your chest. Yeah. As you wonder if something broke, and then do it again, like there is there is to me a very big difference, and I would be completely okay if ESPN had its own channel. I think the other reason that ESPN has not picked up esports is they did like an experiment with it. Uh, God, I wish I could remember what Madden it was, but they had a Madden bus, and on ESPN, it was. Uh, I guess you could call it a reality TV show. They took who, 12, yeah, the top 12 Madden players in America, let them play an NFL player just so they could demonstrate the difference between you playing football and playing Madden because it's completely different. Right. Uh, so obviously every NFL player lost like a hundred to nothing basically, but then they gave them a jersey, and then for challenges you wore the team that you were going to basically use, except for the elimination challenge, which whoever won got to pick your team basically, but nobody was like, all right, you got to play with Jacksonville, uh, and I'm gonna go play with Seattle. Nobody was horrible about it. Um, but it was cool to see it. And I watched every week. But that doesn't mean the rest of America watched. And that's probably the only thing that kind of like kills the argument. And I'm not trying to kill the argument. But it's how much of general population. Yeah. I mean like our, our generation of like, you know adults, I guess we're adults yeah. now. Any thirty we, and below. We we outnumber the generation ahead of us. There's more of us. Yeah. So I mean I can see why, you know, esports are gaining traction, but there's still that demographic of people that just don't either understand, don't care to watch it, or just like don't have kind of our same mindset but more of a little bit more of a left way of thinking like, oh it just shouldn't be there at all. There's no compromise with that. The same way, like, I feel like the numbers when they say, like, oh, this was streamed on Twitch. I feel like, to an extent, it's not the true numbers. Because, like, 
We're taking the NBA Finals game set, which is a big game, but it's still the NBA Finals. You're not taking, like, the Super Bowl and saying, oh, it got more views in the Super Bowl. Or, you know, the fact is that... But let me, let me, let me interrupt real fast. Do you believe that the people watching the Super Bowl, okay, you're going to get people like me that even if my team's not in it, I'm still watching to, to for the game. Mm-hmm. Do I like the commercials? Yeah, Super Bowl halftime, I'll pay attention a little bit. I'm really watching for the game. I think the general population is watching for commercials and is watching for the halftime show. I think that's what the general population tunes in to see. See, but I don't believe that just because like you can watch all that stuff after the fact. You don't have to actually sit through the game and watch it. But they know, like, okay, because it's always played on a Sunday, so then the next day around the cooler, if you don't watch I mean, the Super like, Bowl, then everybody's going to be talking about it and you don't want to be left out. I mean, it's like... It's and like, Super Bowl parties... Okay, that takes away from how people watching. Uh, like, that's true. That's like one household with ten people inside of it. That's you know nine other households that could have been watching it too. Also, I feel like with how smartphones are, the same thing with Twitch. Like, I feel like okay, this many people watch the Twitch stream of the League of Legends, but it's so accessible now. Like, you think it's not accessible, but I can get it on my smartphone. I can get it on my laptop. There are more homes with laptops and smartphones than there are homes with actual TVs. There are more homes with internet and Wi-Fi than there are homes with cable. A lot of people just ditch cable because, you know, I have Hulu and Netflix and this and that. I can watch all the movies I want to watch and all the TV I want to watch, so why would I pay for cable to? So, to an extent, I think that the numbers aren't true. Like, not that they're, like, faked or anything, but it's just not the true raw numbers. The raw metric numbers of, like, okay, this means people actually watch this. Just like you said with the the commercials, there are a lot of people that probably watch it just for the commercials, which is just to me it's kind of stupid to say like, oh, I'm just gonna watch this for the commercials when you can watch it afterwards on your phone too, like literally afterwards, like after the commercial airs, it's probably already on YouTube, it's probably already been tweeted about, Facebook, tons of ways you can watch it. So I don't believe people are just sitting through the game, but I, I guarantee there are dumb people like that who like really sit through the game and watch it just for the halftime show and the commercials and don't care anything about the game. Yeah. And I mean, think about how big the Super Bowl is. The fact is that the commercials are drawing people to it. That that speaks more to how big football is. Okay, but that's what... But no, what I'm saying is if... Uh, let's... Just to use football with virtual football if Madden Mm -hmm. the final championship of the year okay they did 15 minute quarters and timeouts and all that stuff but Bruno Mars or Beyonce I'm trying to think of someone lately play or got on a stage during halftime and every time they took a commercial break you have hilarious Doritos and Skittles and all this other commercials dumbasses would tune into that too you would catch that same demographic that I feel like that's like a very small portion of the larger whole of like there are a ton of people that watch football a lot of people watch football more than basketball more people watch football than basketball people genuinely consider football games meaning more than basketball There's games. only 16. Yeah, you only get 16, and it's one and done. If you lose, you're out the playoffs. Basketball, I could lose three games and still come back and win four. Yeah. So there's still like that caveat with basketball. Uh, baseball's kind of the same way. They do a series, which baseball itself is kind of fluky too because it's like, you know, one game you don't bat very well, and any you can get really hot. It's kind of fluky, so you need to have more games. And I, I just think that like with a Madden Super Bowl, that you would get that – that demographic people that are like, oh, I just want to watch for the commercials and stuff and really not care about the game. But a majority of people actually tuning in just want to watch people play Madden. It'd be like true like Madden fans or like true people that like really just really love football. Because, I mean, it holds no weight for me. It's not like my city's team or my state's team. 
I don't really care about watching halftime shows like that because, you know, I listen to the music on my phone or... But that's just me personally. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, with the Denver Broncos, they incorporate the whole entire state. It's the state of Colorado's team. So I feel like if they go to the Super Bowl, it means more than some guy from New Jersey who plays with the Broncos. It's not... There's not going to be a parade in Denver. There's not going to be, you know, anything special. So I feel like it's going to... It's going to take time to build up, but I don't think it's ever going to be at that same level of, like, a Super Bowl. Or, like, you know, where it's like, okay, I'm just going to tune in to watch these dumb commercials. And actually, there's a channel on DirecTV. I don't know the name of it. It's now defunct um, just because every single show on it was so all over the place. One thing would be about cooking, and the other one would be about how to flip a house. And then you would get sports, and then you would get normal news. Then you would get music, and it was just like, I don't know what I'm watching. Like, I, there's no steady pace to the channel. Um, but they did the same thing. Not with the Madden bus. They made teams, and you would have... Um, a Counter-Strike squad, a Dead or Alive player, um, a Forza driver, and one other game that I can't remember. But that was like, oh, we're the Los Angeles whatever. We're the Chicago this, you know? I think if they did something like that, it would help. A professional game. But then, I don't know. I don't know. That's just like, that's weird. Like, there was no show like that, except it was more random. It wasn't like, it wasn't just like these specific games saying like, okay, you have to be the best at, you know, Madden to play on our team. It was like, you would have a team and they'd be like, you know, a group of friends. We feel like we're pretty good. We go against another team on this game show and literally, it would be random games. So it would be like, you would pick one person. Whoever gets the highest score in Rapid Rapper is the winner of that round. The next round, it might be Dance and Revolution. Next round, it might be a racing game. It might be a shooter like Halo. It might be Counter-Strike. It could be, you know, things of that nature where it was like, it was random. So you had to have skill in like a lot of different games. And so it was kind of random too where it was like, you know, anybody could. If they had, if they had a game show like that, I feel like that would be more like, I think I that would bring people in to then accept more video game stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just don't. I just don't see the appeal in like watching Forza. I don't see the appeal in like, like this is our you know team of players who play Madden and Forza, and it's like we already have a football team, we already have a basketball team, we already have a hockey team. So for us to watch these guys play these set games that we can, like, actually watch. You know, that's the kind of caveat with sports games. Well, no, with the eSports, they're building, I mean, arenas for it. Because when you get to Mortal Kombat, doesn't have it as much because some people are still kind of turned off by the gore. The Dead or Alive, when they do a tournament, they're going to Sprint Centers. They're going to the Expo Center for Topeka. They're going to places like that because, for like regional stuff, because they just need the space. If they don't, people are sitting outside. Because it's so, one false, and I hate to say it, one false move. But like, you know, if you're timing out your combo and you press a button too early, so it can't register that you even pressed it could turn the whole thing. You know what I mean? Especially for a game like Dead or Alive. Like a very fast-paced fighter. You kind of need your timing down for that. But I think that if just our parents' generation accepted gaming culture and esports and all of that more, it would be on television by now. Yeah, and also my thing with gaming, this is my last like real big, not like issue, but my last like big idea about it is that if you look at gaming, like it's the League of Legends championship. 
So it's like the final biggest thing. You're going to win the most amount of money possible. And you look at like that viewership, and you look at the overall viewing of the season of basketball or the season of football or even just like one, you know, Monday night football, one Sunday of football. I'm pretty sure more people viewed the one Sunday as a whole than they did that biggest thing. So when you compare it to like, you know, just one game, it looks really good. But then when you think about it in the bigger picture, it's like, okay, football is like huge. I'm mean, huge football, even baseball. Like this last game with the Royals, you can compare like the one game, but if you compare like the playoffs of baseball or like the one day of baseball when two different teams were playing, how many people tuned in compared to like the biggest thing of the League of Legends? I want to see those numbers. I want to see where it stands up with that. Well, see, at that point then, I would want to see... Like, I don't know if they have a season or how they do the League of Legends. I really have no clue. Uh, but then I would want to see viewership for all the games that kind of got somebody to the final, you know, to the championship type of a thing. I mean, you can look at Call of Duty. Like, you look at actually, there's an actual Call of Duty League they instated. And they, you know, started doing it about two years ago when, like, you know, they have a tournament and there's like three or four amateur teams that can play in. There's a couple teams that get played out, obviously. And then you have the you know, yeah, actual... Optic, phase, what, phase. Optic. Uh, oh, there's this new one, too, that's kicking ass. They got a thing in Advanced Warfare. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And I don't want to be disrespectful to them if they ever listen. I just cannot remember. We're not we're not huge, like, esports. We're not in esports like that. I mean... <sighs> It's just, I mean, we, we compete, but we don't really keep up with the other team. Yeah, so... Like, I compete in Madden quite a bit now. But, yeah, for, for me to say, like, the season of that, the average viewing of the season is probably way less than it is, like, COD championships, obviously. But if I look at the average viewing of the NFL, it's roughly the same. It's, like, very the same. And then, like, on a Super Bowl, it's, like, the biggest. It's, like, huge. So, I can... To my to my knowledge, I just believe that from what I'm getting from esports, it's not there to where it needs to be front and center ESPN. Oh, it's Dota two. It's you know this big thing, but also I feel like there is a niche. It is a thing that needs to be like addressed and like respected. Yeah, it doesn't need to be brushed off as just like children playing you know inside their grandma's basement. This is like bigger than what people think it is. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, I mean. I think that the whole idea that video games <clears throat> are difficult and it's just memorization of patterns. When you're playing somebody else, there's no patterns. Well, there are, but it's also like their pattern is going to be different than the last person you played. So you're not technically memorizing patterns. You're identifying how somebody's playing and trying to adapt yourself without really leaving your play style. If you could just find a way to completely play your game the whole time, good for you. But there is a lot of like mental to it that yeah. I don't think anybody gives gamers credit for. There's definitely the strategy portion of it. Like, any sport there's strategy to it. There's coaching. Obviously, yeah. with tennis, you want to hit a ball a certain way to get them, draw them up so you hit over their head or, you know, things of that nature. Get them off balance. So, I mean, esports is getting there, but I, I don't know if it ever's gonna ever going to be as... I keep on wanting to say, like, regular sports, but it's not, you know, regular. It's just... Sports in general, like the mainstream sports we know. Yeah. But I think we should leave that because we have a game review that needs to be done. Uh, when it got Guitar Hero Live, um, it's very different. Very different. Um, I mean, it's still notes coming down a fret. You got to time it out and still, you know, 
press a button and while you're strumming and whatnot. Uh, there's no longer five buttons. There is now three buttons cut in half, so technically six. Um, I was playing expert, getting 100% on Guitar Hero 5. <clears throat> I think the best I've done, percentage-wise, expert was 85 on Guitar Hero Live. So it is definitely harder, in my opinion. I like this new challenge, but there's also some things that I don't like, uh, and it's the guitar. <laughs> That's all I have a real big problem with. I mean, their little story mode was stupid, but it's a game about guitar, and it, it's not like, oh, I'm coming up with this band, and we're performing at all these venues. You're the guitarist of multiple bands. And you just go from each one and just play songs. Um, the song list, if you don't have online, is horrible. If you do have online, then it's ever-growing. So can't really judge it. Could get better, could get worse. Don't know. Um, but I would... I don't know what I would give it as overall yet, but you can go ahead, man. Um, for my limited amount of time playing it, because I don't have it yet, um, I would say that, like you said, the controller is a little bit funky getting used to, and I feel like a part of that is because I've been trained, like I've played Guitar Hero a lot, and so I would play on Expert regularly, like I, Dom knows my grind, I started off sucking at Guitar Hero, and I grinded, I played the hell out of that game, until I got to like, you know, I went from easy to like, you know, medium. I went to hard, had to learn how to use my freaking pinky. Then I was playing expert songs. Now, at, towards the end of the, like, not even the end of the cycle, like, really, like, what, two, a year ago, two years ago? Yeah. I was playing expert on, like, hyperspeed mode and stuff, like, really playing the game. And like now, like, I'm having trouble with the game. I've only played about six songs. And there is one thing I would say about the controller that is not just me. I feel like a lot of people feel like this. Is that the six buttons, there's really no difference in the feel between them. I mean, with the old, old controller, they're all in a row. So you know where your pinky is. You know where everything is. And there was the middle button that had, I think it was what, yellow? Yeah, it was green, red, yellow, the middle button. Yeah. It had the line in it, so you knew you were you know down or up on the neck. In this game, the middle button has a circle in it on both sides, the top and the bottom. And the top row has, I want to say it has like a... It has a little design etched. Yeah, but you really can't feel the difference between that and the bottom row. And also, there are times we have to press the top and the bottom buttons at the same time. And there's no middle part saying that you're touching the middle so sometimes you'll just be touching the top or sometimes you'll be pushing in the middle and you don't realize it because the buttons don't really feel different. Yeah. I feel like this controller is just like a, you know, like an alpha. It's not even a beta controller. I feel like they're going to change it and make it, you know, a little bit more accessible, a little bit more useful. And I'm pretty sure people have already, like, got made modded Guitar Hero controllers where, you know, the bottom frets are on the very actual bottom of the neck guitar and the top ones are on the top. I, but you wouldn't be able to do that. Why not? Because there's so many times when you play expert that you need to press black mm -hmm. and white at the same time. Even if they like offset them a little bit, I'm pretty sure they could like figure out a way to do it. Or even they made the buttons just like feel different. They put like I don't know Velcro on the top. If someone like literally just put like Velcro tape on the top row, so they knew oh I'm touching the top. This is the bottom. That right there. Shit, I'll probably, I'll probably end up doing that myself. Yeah. Just I don't so know if I would know. do Velcro tape because that's going to just be like little, poking little, my little fingers. But you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, and I mean, to rate the game, I feel like as a game, it's hard and it's fun. It's enjoyable as Guitar Hero. I would say it's an 8. I also got to play Rock Band, which is the same as you know the older Rock Bands. And you get to keep all your catalog from those games. You just download them. I would say it's an 8 too. I haven't played Rock Band. 
I will say uh, that Guitar Hero, um, my last thing. <laughs> Sorry. Oh no, go ahead. I will say Guitar Hero. Also, I haven't played in the story, but the live aspect of it's cool. But I miss kind of the cartooniness of it. Like, you create your character, he's goofy, and you're like playing in these different weird places. Yeah. That's the only thing I really don't like is that I don't know what, like I don't get to, when I make a character, I'm more inclined to play the game. It's just that simple. When I make somebody, well now I put time in making them, so I'm actually play. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't play career mode of 2K. If I had to just pick some player that wasn't me, like, but making a character and upgrading stats after going to practices or good games or something like that, that to me pulls me in more. That's the only reason I'm not really, I mean, I've, I've played the Guitar Hero, but it's normally like, oh, somebody comes overseas, I have the guitar. Oh, let's play a little bit. All right, cool. I'm going to just try it on expert because I can't fail if I play with the music video. And I'll just get better that way. But I don't really play it for fun like I used to because it's not my created character playing the guitar or the bass. That's the other thing is you cannot choose to pick bass this edition. You were able to do that in Guitar Hero 5. Um, you also played drums in Guitar Hero 5. Yeah. You can sing with this one. You gotta have the microphone plugged in, but you can sing with it. See, I feel like these games, the Rock Band and Guitar Hero, they're just like alphas. Like, they're reintroducing the series. Because, I mean, Guitar Hero started off with just, with literally just a guitar. It wasn't even a bass. And then eventually added bass. Then it was like, okay, now we're gonna add drums. Or I think it added vocals next and drums. They added vocals and drums at the same time. Yeah. Rock Band, it came with everything at once. And Rock Band, you can choose between bass and guitar and sing. But there's no option for drums at all right now. And I feel like eventually they're going to add those back in. Oh, yeah. They're trying to build that that beginning fan base of people, get them back playing the game. I agree. I also like the live aspect of Guitar Hero where it's um, the online, where it's a huge catalog of songs. We always kind of wanted that with Guitar Hero without having to just download them. Yeah. I think with the new consoles, this is definitely like... And when you play any song, it puts you on an online leaderboard right away. Yeah. So you can kind of see who's the best in the world at playing this song. Um, I think I'd give it a seven and a half because I can't create somebody. It really bothers me. I really miss the cartooniness. I miss the fun characters that were already in the game. It had a lot of heart. Yeah. It was like, you know, it's a game you could pick up and play and you know, it's so much, kind of what we talked about before, like the realism within games, everything has to be so real now that we lose that kind of heart and goofiness of games. Like, I miss, like, literally miss playing Guitar Hero. Oh, yeah. Because I had the old games. Uh, so, yeah, I, I would go seven and a half. I don't think I'm going to get Rock Band. I know it's still goofy. I just didn't like the old Rock Bands. I always liked Guitar Hero better. I always liked their lineup of music better. Um. I mean, I'm, trust me, I'm considering it just because I want to be able to make a character. Like, that's... I'll play it more. Well, I mean, Rock Band is, um... There's really... There's a character creation, but it doesn't have that same as before where it was like a story of your band on the rise. Now it's just like... You're just traveling place to place. It, it doesn't have the same feel either. Yeah. It just has the look. And it has the same controller as before. So you'll probably pick it up and instantly be playing, you know, expert getting uh, full covers and stuff like that because when I was playing I was like oh this is like old and I was just playing it so I don't know I, I like it I feel like in a couple not even a couple years I feel like in a year and a half they're going to be talking about the next one Guitar Hero this one I feel like it did pretty well so far yeah it's done alright I feel like as it progresses Guitar Hero or Rock Band one of the two is going to have another game where they're going to add some more stuff so I, feel I think like, that needs to happen definitely yeah it's kind of like buying the very first of something. It's like, okay, it's going to have its quirks and it's going to be kind of crappy, but the next one's going to be better. Yeah. Um, but 
It is about to be Halloween. And I like to throw in little bitty updates on Madden and 2K. Uh, for the Madden players out there, uh, please be checking in every day. Not to our podcast, but I mean you can listen to it every day if you like. Uh, but check in to Madden. Um, there's going to be challenges that are only available for a few hours at a time. Uh, most feared packs will only be available uh, a few hours at a time. Just keep checking in periodically. Uh, the only card I have seen, uh, the regular edition and the most feared edition, uh, when it turns into a beast, uh, was Michael Vick. Uh, he got an 87 for his uh, game, which I don't understand. But he did get an 87 card. But it turns into a 95. And when it turns into a 95, you basically have a running back that can throw. Um, I think J.J. Watt is going to be a most feared. I think Marshawn Lynch is going to be a most feared. Uh, I don't, there's no J.J. Watt, I don't think. There's Orlando Franklin. He's the most feared. He's the most feared. Uh, Brian Dawkins. He's had the most feared card. Beast mode, obviously. Um, I want to say Cromartie had the most feared. Why? I'm not sure. It's it's a. It's I don't want to get into sports, but he's not. I mean, somebody I fear. And these are like these are like the elite ones, the ones that you kind of really want. Yeah, not like, like I don't, all, I don't, I don't fear him. All the most feared cards, though, because they have silvers. Yeah, they have silvers that are most feared that jump to gold, and gold that jump to elite, and elite that I don't know what they turn into. But no, I think they all jump up to ninety nine on Halloween. No, Halloween is when Michael Vick. It, no matter what card you have on Michael Vick, is when he goes to ninety five. Oh, I'm talking about the most the actual most feared cards oh. themselves on Halloween, like the silver ones and the gold ones. They all go up to ninety nines. So, like, if you have like a you know a lot of them. You know, running back, a lineman, obviously Orlando Franklin, stuff like that. You're gonna have a pretty beastly team on Halloween, and that's it. it. No, and it stays. No, it stays until the second of November. Oh, okay, that's cool. So you're gonna get three days with them. Um, that's if you want the most feared. In my personal opinion, I'm gonna just stick with my squad. I'm not gonna sacrifice. You know. Learning how to play with a quarterback and then get rid of him two days later. So, uh, I'm going to just stick with my squad. But if you're looking to get the most feared uh, cards, like I said, every few hours will be some challenges. Where one of the most feared players will be in beast mode. And you just got to find a way to stop the team. I guess if you're lucky, it's going to be Orlando Franklin. Just because he's a lineman and everybody else will be normal. Uh, if... EA hates you, you'll probably get Michael Vick or the Marshawn Lynch turned into a most beast and now, or most feared and now, good luck. Uh, That's all I really got for you on that. Um, 2K finally released the Rookie of the Year packs. Um, I don't know how far back it goes for Rookie of the Year. I got uh, Rookie of the Year Center, maybe, or power four. I don't know who I got. You see how relevant the person we got was. Yeah. They are golds. Um, I don't think there's a rookie idiot at silver. No, they're, they're, all, they're all gold, I believe. Yeah, they're all 80 or above. Um, I guess I also had the rookie of the year, Michael Jordan, but I got that for pre-ordering the game. Uh, there is rookie of the year... Um, Damian Lillard, rookie of the year. Blake Griffin. Kevin Durant has a rookie of the year. Yeah, there was actually controversy with that. LeBron? No, there is no LeBron. Didn't LeBron win rookie? There is no rookie of the year LeBron James. Kevin Durant won rookie of the year? Well, he wasn't. They didn't come in the league at the same time. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. But there is no rookie of the year LeBron James. Um, there was a controversy with the rookie of the year packs because... When they first got released, where people that play 2K know about the black market, the rooms. When people were first pulling the packs, they were pulling these players, and some of them weren't, they weren't, what's the right word? Balanced. Like, you know, there's Rookie of the Year Vince Carter. 
he, his dunking was only like an 80. It doesn't really make sense that Vince Carter's dunking, yeah, is an 80. What? Okay. Actually, actually, there are silvers because I, I think the Kimmy Mutombo is a silver. Yeah, he's a silver. Yeah, he's a silver rookie year. But um, also, the rookie year Kevin Durant was an amphiest. And the rookie year Elgin Baylor was an amphiest. So yep. you can see how that doesn't make sense for, you know, two rookie of the year cards to be amphiest to be that high level because Anthony is supposed to be like the second to the end all be all players they're basically Th- think of Amphiest as silver silver medalists in the Olympics you are one away from top like you're not diamond but you're not gold either yeah because I mean with diamond players there aren't gonna, there, I don't believe there's going to be that many there's probably gonna be one a position. Nah. There's already there's already three diamond centers that we know of. Oh, there's three centers. Three diamond centers. I know Hakeem's diamond. I know for a fact Shaq's gonna be diamond. I know for a fact that uh, Kareem is gonna be diamond. Oh, Kareem's in the game this year. Yeah, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. There's two of them. There's Amphius one and Diamond one. Diamond one is when he was with the Bucks. I'm pretty sure Magic Johnson is gonna be diamond. I think he'll be Amphius. They're probably gonna have two of them. Okay. Jordan will be diamond. LeBron will be diamond. I don't know. I don't know. They might release like a like a moment LeBron James. Because they have like moment cards that they haven't really done too much with. We're just supposed to highlight an exact game, an exact moment. So it's probably going to be like a diamond, you know, Kobe for that 81-point game or something like that. But they haven't really done. The only moment card that is out is the Michael Jordan, the rookie Michael Jordan. For the flu game? No, the rookie Michael Jordan. That's the one you have when you pre-order the game. You get oh. you get rookie Michael Jordan and it's it's his moment card. So it's literally his first NBA game. That's his rookie moment. Oh, and then there's rookie of the year Michael Jordan, which is slightly better at mid range. Okay, then I take it back. I don't have rookie of the year Jordan, but I'm also not going to go after these rookie of the year packs. Uh, I ain't really tripping on them. But yeah, I don't really like the Amphius and the the gold concept and like diamond. I feel like Madden has it right. I say it all the time. I feel like Madden has it right when it comes to like the card based like ultimate team thing. Gold then elite. Yeah. I don't think that there should be Amphius and then Diamond. Yeah. At that point, you're breaking up players too much. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, because I don't, I don't think that certain players should even be Amphius at this point. Like, I don't believe James Harden is an amp- should be have an Amphius card. I don't believe that he is like that top tier. I think he's the best shooting guard. He's the best shooting guard. I don't think he should be Amphius. Because they don't even give the best center an Amphius card. So, I mean, that's not I really think, saying much. I think that Russell Westbrook, I think uh, Clay, not Clay, uh, Stephen Curry, Harden, LeBron. I cannot name a power forward. And Anthony then, Davis. Oh, Anthony yeah, Anthony Davis. Davis. And then I would say Dwight. I don't know. Dwight Howard's not even the best center. Marcus Allis, he's like the third best center. Dwight should be the best center. He's not. He can't score. Marcus Cousins better than Dwight is. Marcus Allis better than both of them. He's he's like a mixture between the two. He's just slow. The Marcus Cousins is offensively gifted and rebounding. He could get boards, but as far as defense, he's not really swatting. Marcus Allen will block shots, rebound, and score. Dwight is like literally like defense. All right, well then Marcus Allen. See, I mean, is he the best center then? He, like, like he's the best center rated wise. Okay, well then he should be the amphiest one. I, I, I think there should be one amphiest per position. I don't think there should be, because then it's like it's already based off this legendary skill, where everything is based off of like the best player of all time. They're saying is Michael Jordan. So there is one ninety nine overall card, Michael Jordan. Everything else is scaled from there, so there can only be you know one ninety nine in almost each category too. So it's only gonna like the only offensive rebounding that has ninety nine is there's one Dennis Rodman with that. So not all Dennis Rodmans are gonna have you know ninety nine offensive rebound, and not any other player is gonna have ninety nine offensive rebounds. So like last year it was like every single Onyx. Legendary center was like 99 defensive offensive rebound. So everybody was doing the same stuff. It didn't really affect anything. So now it's only going to be one 99 block, one 99 this, one 99 that, one highest rating. 
for almost each category. Almost. Because, like, stamina and stuff don't really matter. Yeah. My problem is that, like, you're basically saying that, I mean, for right now, James Harden is one of the best players. But at the same time, I wouldn't put him, like, in the same conversation as Anthony Davis. Because I feel Anthony Davis is better than James Harden. Like, for what he does for the court, offense and defense, and how dominant Anthony Davis is and was last year, because he was extremely dominant. I don't think that James Harden should be Anthony's. I'm not saying that he's not a good player. He shouldn't be like a 89, 90. But when you're saying like, oh, he's that just that tier above, but he doesn't really offer anything defensively, all of his offensive stats are pretty juiced. They're pretty good. But there are other players that offer the same amount of stuff, but they're just gold, which is kind of weird. Like, Kyrie Irving, his card feels like an Amphius card, how good it is. His moves and shots really good. All the shooting stats are really good, and his steals good. Steph Curry, when using him, he feels, like, really good. James Harden feels good, too, but there are other players like Clay Thompson, Kawhi Leonard. They feel super good when you're playing with them. Like, oh, this could have been an Amphius card. So, I don't know. I, I just think Amphius should have been the end-all, be-all, or just, like, it should have just not had Amphius, had Diamond, or Amphius should have been, like, the throwback Thursday card or something like that. I don't know. I feel like just adding that extra tier in just adds kind of a level of, like, BS. Because, I mean, it is released another Amphius card, Bob Cousy. Uh, oh, okay. And he's a 90 overall. But when you look at his ratings, like, right now on the PlayStation 4, I was looking at, you know, his price on the auction block. He's only going for, like, 50K. Which you think is a lot, but it's really not considering that Steph Curry goes for like 100K. LeBron goes for like 100K. So he's like half of that. And like you look at his stats, he's like, he's not very fast. He's quick, but not very fast. Not the best shooter. Not the best defender. He's just an all-around decent point guard. So, I don't know. Two, 2K's, 2K's kind of losing me, but... I feel like once the season actually starts and they start releasing moment cards, once they actually start releasing, you know, some specialty cards and stuff like that, it's going to be a lot better. True. True. I think games like that just need more cards. Yeah. I like Mad because they have, you know, I feel like also because the football season started before Halloween and, you know, they have the BCA cards and they have most feared 2K could have most feared cards, but also it's, you know, they don't have any games. Like, the first games are next week. So you can't really have, you know, uh, most feared, you know, Stephen Curry when just because the video game came out a week, like a month ago, two months ago, doesn't mean that, like, you can't have, like, a moments card for Steph Curry when he hasn't even played an actual, you know, regular game. They played preseason, though. They could have preseason cards, I guess, which would have been pretty cool. Yeah, that would have been dope. Okay, I can see that. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like Madden has it right, but only because of how many players are in Mad or are in the NFL. I think it's harder to do this card system when there's not that many players to pick from. You know what I mean? And there does seem to be big gaps between players. Like, if they didn't do the legendary scale, and they were just like, all right, how close are you? You know, How good are you at this, 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 this? I think the ratings would be a lot different. I mean, the, late, the ratings are way lower now than what last year. Yeah, I, but, Overall, I, but right? I think that that just... Bringing everybody's rating down doesn't help the situation either, but I really do think they just need to be honest with themselves. And just, but when they when they do that, they did that last year. It made, and the year before that was like that, but it didn't have the range the same. But last year they did it, and it made those like, <clears throat> in this game, it feels like silver players are actually like relevant. You can use them, and hopefully there aren't too many Amphius players. So that makes so it balances out because when there's like a ton, a ton, a ton of you know diamond and Amphius players, you're only gonna want to use them. The thing with Madden is that they can have so many different, like, reinventions of the same player. And, like, towards the end, they'll have, like, you know, the final best version of, you know, Michael Vick or well, Peyton Manning. Well, what they've been doing lately is uh, Team of the Year. Yeah. 
they're, they're gonna have the final best version of him, like where it's like, okay, this is the final league version of this player, so this is the best definitive version. With two K, it's really like, or it could even drop, because yeah. Peyton's stats are gonna drop. Yeah, but when you have like two K and it's um, who who do I want to use? Cause I remember last year I was like, why is this dude so trash? And uh, oh, Bismack Biombo. No, not Bismack. <laughs> he, he's the goat, man. He's the goat. Uh. Crap, he's a silver. Victor Oladipo. Oh. He's a decent player in real life. He's a good, solid role player. In this game, he's a goal player, and he's actually useful. In 2K15, he was not useful whatsoever. So it makes players like that. Gordon Haywood, he was not useful at all. True. Jamal Crawford. Had his moments. He's always had his... I feel like they do him so dirty. They didn't give him a goal card. They need to have a goal card for him this year. Because literally, one of the six-man years, like when he was with the Hawks or something, like he's just, he's a he's a really good player. He's so offensively gifted. I'm pretty sure the reason why he's not, you know, consistently a gold card is because of his defense is suspect. But offensively, like, he's a really good player. So I feel like he should be gold. I don't feel like the tiers should just be totally based off of your overalls. It should be based off of, like, the stuff you can do like because I mean your tiers affect your rarity and I mean it makes sense the higher overall players are going to have the higher rated cards but they're in their cards like you know Jamal Crawford who's a silver but he's a gold he's basically a gold uh, last year DeAndre Jordan was a silver he went for gold prices because he was really good yeah I just used him I didn't even use like any other center basically last year Okay, I mean, I can see that. I can see that. I think there's just they they're trying to do something, but I just don't think the NBA hasn't has enough players for. I just really don't. Yeah, they, they try they try adding in you know more legends and adding in more reincarnations of players where they have like two different Dale Currys this year, which is cool. But then they're like there's a there's a bunch of meaningless players that I don't really like care to play with. You know, like if you have three versions of Jason Williams, I'm just going to want to play with the best version of him. They just need to go ahead and just shell out the money and get the players people really want. And not like the big name players, you can have like three LeBrons. You can have, you know, prime LeBron or like now LeBron, rookie LeBron, or like two Kevin Durant. That's cool. But when you have like three Dale Currys, I'm only going to want to use the best one. I don't care about the other two. Yeah. So, I don't know. They'll get it together. Yeah, but that's going to do it for this podcast. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I got to look really sh- briefly at the uh, info on the last two that we posted last week for you guys. Um, thank you guys for tuning in to those. Thank you for the likes. Thank you for the repost. Um, and also, a website is in the works. That's going to have all these podcasts available for you guys. You can listen to them in order. Or if you only miss one or two, you can go back and listen to those. Uh, but do we want to do a question of the day? I don't want to do like question of the day. But can we have like this little discussion we had earlier about Assassin's Creed Dynasty Warriors? We can. But let's start this discussion. We, we only got, we you know, we're at a 50... 59 minutes, so let's let's keep this one short. But yeah, go ahead. Alright, so if you guys want to comment, get back to us, message us, send us a message in the bottle, I don't even care. But if you want to give us our thoughts, your thoughts on Assassin's Creed, and my thoughts on Assassin's Creed at this point, because I played Assassin's Creed Syndicate. I didn't review it, because I don't own the game, and also I don't want to give a bad review to a game that I just didn't really like to begin with. I'm kind of jaded to these. But I played the original Assassin's Creed, I played a series about up to what, like four? Yeah, that's that's when we, me and you stopped. Yeah, because the story kind of just like threw us off and we just didn't like how it ended in that one. And now, you know, this new Assassin's Creed game came out. I'm always going to give it a shot and just play it to see if, you know, maybe being that assassin is just that cool to bring you back into the, you know, fray. It's the same game as the other ones at this point. And my comparison of Assassin's Creed is like Dynasty Warriors. The story is different, 
but the gameplay is so much the same that it kind of takes away from the game. There's nothing really, they have the same formula and it works. It doesn't mean that that game needs to be made though. If that makes sense. It means like, it just feels like they're putting out the game for money at this point and brand recognition. They release Assassin's Creed every single year. And I feel like it's kind of oversaturated at this point. Okay. But that that's my opinion. Now, if you guys want to discuss this in the comments, want to get back to us, let us know how you feel about Assassin's Creed. If you let us know it. who your favorite assassin is. That That's big too. Who's your favorite assassin and why? Yeah, why? If there's no why, then I'm not reading it. If you pick the Native American one and you're not Native American for whatever reason, you have to really explain why. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure you didn't like the game. I'm pretty sure you didn't like the game. But you liked him for some reason. You gotta say why. Yeah. So, just let us know what your guys' thoughts are on the Assassin's Creed series. Do you guys want us to do a review of Assassin's Creed? Uh, I'll get it out of a red box. Please don't make us, like... Please don't make us tear down this series. Because uh, I will. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll, I'll rip it apart. Uh, but if that's what you guys want, we will do that for you. Uh, we're just also like praying that you don't. If you, uh, if you want blood, we can give you blood, okay? We can give that to you guys. Yeah. It's Halloween coming up. I have no problem delaying the plane to Slasher, man. Yeah, you know, that would actually not be a bad one just to get a nice little Slasher in. Yeah. Um, but, again, just let us know. And uh, I think that's going to do it because my name's Dom. My name's Chris. And, and we, we got, got next. next.